Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, guys, to the Followers of the Force podcast. I'm one of your hosts, David Triana, along with Jason Williams. Hello! And today, we're going to be talking about basically D23, because that's really what it was on Thursday. Uh, But it was, as a lot of you know, the Disney Investor Day 2020. Um, And we got a lot of announcements. Some we heard of already. And others, we had no friggin' clue were coming. No, so no. It's... One of them was even about a major character that I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. So if you guys, like, I, it, it'd be hard to imagine that you haven't heard about this if you're, you know, a Star Wars fan in any capacity. Just hearing it uh, mentioned online and, and even, you know, on social media. But if you want to find out about these projects for the first time on your own go to starwars.com and just scroll slowly and Mm -hmm. like get that you know that experience because it's really cool or you can go and watch the live stream i'm sure somebody i'm sure they posted it somewhere yeah Uh, yeah it's somewhere i was um yeah i was surprised that you the live stream was so easy to to get i was just sort of i just i I was working so i just kind of had it on so uh, needless to say, I don't know if people that uh, that pay me are listening to this. I didn't get a lot done when the Star Wars stuff came up. So yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what? Wait, what? And I was making notes. and I have notes, by the way. Oh, nice. We love notes. Those I just have best. titles. They're mostly titles now that I look at them. But then I, there was other stuff that I was like, oh, wait, that's interesting. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let, let's go based off of your notes. What's the first project that you have listed there. Well, first of all, they when they announced that they were the Disney Plus is going to have ten Lucasfilm shows, I was like, oh yeah, what? That's probably it's probably good to mention. I was like, I was like ten. <laughs> I guess we can start. When do we start the oversaturation of Star Wars stories again? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Jeez. But yeah, so there's but there are. Well, I'll just just as a, a quick overview, I'll do the quick overview and then. Um, mm. There are, and then we'll talk, we're going to focus mostly on the Star Wars stuff, but yeah. there are 10 Disney Plus shows. Nine of those shows from Lucasfilm will be, um, will be Star Wars ones. Uh, the 10th one is, uh, a Willow sequel series, the movie Willow. Um, if you haven't seen that with, uh, Warwick Davis, uh, that comes out in 2022. Uh, the, the, the movies that are coming out, there's a, uh, um, Indy five, which 
<laughs> I, was, I just didn't say I wanted to talk about, but it'll have Harrison Ford in it, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's, it's coming out in July 2022. It's supposed to start production late spring. Um, it's supposed to be the last uh, Indiana Jones movie, which... Well, okay, just to do my mini rant. Um, they they If they want to do more Indiana Jones movies, I'm all for it. I love three out of the four, three quarters of the Indiana Jones movies. Um, but I, I kind of feel like they should do them like James Bond at this point and just like, just, just try a new indie and see what happens. I mean, I, and you know what? That's probably in the card somewhere down 10 years down the line or something. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. It just, I just was like, yeah. it, it would, I mean, I know he's dead now, but it would have been, it's sort of akin to like, they're making a new James Bond with Sean Connery. Like, isn't Sean Connery 90? Uh, I mean, and again, he's dead now, so it doesn't really matter. But like, but it, but you know what I mean? Like, we'd have heard yeah. that like a year ago. You've been like, really? Yeah. So, the thing that I know the least about, and the one that I found the most interesting, is uh, they're doing a film version of uh, a book called The Children of Blood and Bone. Yeah, that looks really interesting. And I just real quick, it has. I mean, it has nothing to do with it. It's just it's completely new, like it's just completely new. But it'll be under the Lucasfilm banner, right? And and I'm just I'm very I'm just that intrigued me. I mean, not as much as some of this other clearly not as much as like the Star Wars stuff. But that really intrigued me that they're just just a random, um, just a random. Uh, I mean, and I mean it's not random. It's it's a best selling book supposedly. But yeah, I'm I'm sure they're like a bunch of. Uh, like fans that have read the book and are super excited for this. And please, if you guys have, if there, if there's anyone out there that you know has read the book that listens to mm-hmm. us talk about this stuff every week, like shoot us a message and tell us why we should be excited for this. Because just the well, I just that, found it interesting because it's just so divorced from everything else that Lucasfilm right um, has done, especially since they were bought by Disney. I mean, George used to, I mean, he did Red Tails and he did. Um, you know, he produced some other stuff mm-hmm. in between Star Wars and, and Indiana Jones, but like those were the two, like the two biggies. And so, um, it's it's I find it very interesting that they pulled the trigger and that they're pulling the trigger under Lucasfilm. So, mm-hmm. um, very curious to see what happens with that. Yeah. And then there are two movies that we'll talk about towards the end. One, there's not a lot to talk about. One, I have lots to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, but, and then there are the nine, count them, nine TV shows coming out, I'm guessing in the next, well, some of them said 2022 and some, did they say a couple were coming in 2023? Um, I believe it was, um, I think a couple maybe at the, like, Pretty but close the last to the end two or of next three. year, and then yeah, but the majority like, twenty twenty two and twenty three. Yeah. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. We won't see any of these in twenty twenty one, which is kind of well. Actually, that's not true. I think if I had to, well, when we get to it, we'll get to it. But the first thing that so anyway, so these are the nine count them nine television shows that they are. I mean, this isn't, and this is just the stuff that Lucasfilm is bringing to to Disney Plus. Yeah. It's not including the boatload of uh, of Marvel stuff, which some of it right. was super interesting. Yeah. Um, 
they really are making an investment in in Disney Plus. Um, not just because of the pandemic. I think they probably would have anyway. If anything, I think the pandemic just slowed them down because um, they're really trying to beat Netflix. And if they and, and the difference between you know Netflix and 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 Disney Plus is that you know they aside from having just all of the catalog, they have all of these five brands. You know, uh, Marvel, right. Star Wars, Pixar, Disney, and uh, National Geographic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that they can, you know, slap that logo on and put something out. And so uh, it's kind of amazing. I never I, – I sort of never in my lifetime thought that I would get this much Star Wars TV, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. It's like, really crazy. Like one TV show, a couple of TV movies, you know, I, I mean, and as of last week, the only thing we knew we were getting for sure were Kenobi and uh, Cassie and Andor. And um, those are the only things we knew for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, another season of Mandalorian. And I was I was like, wow, that's a lot of Star Wars. Didn't got nothing on this. Got nothing on this list. So. Um, we'll just jump into like the first thing that they announced, which was Rangers of the New Republic, and yes. that this is this is supposedly going to take place in the as, as they're calling it now the Mandalorian timeline, mm-hmm. and it's going to be run by Favreau and Filoni. So I don't know if it's going to um sort of uh dovetail into Mandalorian. By the way, Mandalorian season three we're now not getting until Christmas of next year. So it'll be a year yeah. before we see more Mando. So that kind of that was probably the only bummer of the entire thing is that we we don't get any more Mando until right. Until next year or so. The the, uh, the big thing about that that really interested me is that in the entry on StarWars.com where they have the list of all these shows and movies is that it says, you know, set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, this new live-action series from executive producers John Favreau and Dave Filoni will intersect with future stories and culminate into a climactic story event. Now, does that mean – because the, the shows that are in that timeline, obviously, are Rangers of the New Republic, right. The Mandalorian, and Ahsoka. So are these three at some point going to converge into, like – like not saying it's gonna branch out into some sort of defenders like show where it's just gonna be you know uh the main characters of these three shows just doing something together or if it's just gonna be like a two hour you know special so to speak i uh, you know if I had to guess as they're probably gonna try and follow that sort of marble you know uh, defenders model. Yeah, where the you know I I I feel like these three will be parts of a of a of a whole. Now whether that whole ends up being because um, I don't know when exactly all this is coming out. Um, I mean, will these all dovetail into Mando season four or into a new show right. or into I don't know I I don't know for sure. Right. Um. But um. Yeah, and Rangers of the New Republic, I'm guessing 
I mean, they, all they had, for, I mean, all they had for it was a logo, and and like you mm-hmm. said, the thing where it's going to dovetail into this other thing with these yeah. two other shows. Um, uh, by the way, I heard it wrong when she, when Kathleen Kennedy was was announcing all of these. I thought she said Rangers of the High Republic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, they cool. They're going all in on this High Republic deal. Okay, you know. Uh, and then later on, I was looking at the logos of everything, and I was like, oh, it's Rangers of the New Republic. Okay. Oh, well, that makes sense, too. Um, yeah. So <laughs> so for people like me who have been complaining that we don't know, you know, we have there's 30 years of things that have been going on between uh, episode six and episode seven, and we don't get anything, we're going to get, we're going to start to get a lot. So yeah. um, I, I will, I'll have at least, at least won't have that to complain about. Right. Um, but do you think, I mean, and again, we know what we know about the show is is what is what you've said. But do you think clearly we're gonna get some new characters, or do you think they're gonna maybe maybe this is the the Cara Dune show that um, that everybody says that uh, that what's her name's gonna get Gina Carano yeah. is gonna get so because yeah. she's she's technically a marshal. Yeah, know, a marshal and a ranger. That's it's a very western. Thing. I don't know if you ever saw the um, uh, the miniseries Lonesome Dove. No, I have not. Okay, well, it's it's the the main the main characters in that are ex Texas Rangers, and so I'm wondering if that's if the if the and, and Texas Rangers were a real thing, um, and so I'm wondering if 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 that's if that was sort of Western model of the you know mm-hmm. the sort of uh, Peacekeepers on the outer rim. I, I guess along the lines of Cobb Vanth, although he's yeah. technically a marshal. I'm not I sure think marshals and rangers are different. But. Right. I, I think the thing with that show is, personally, I don't think Gina Carano can carry a show on her own, oh, I and, I, and, I, and I don't think she character. has to because it's gonna. It seems like it's gonna be an ensemble cast. Yeah, but I would even, imagine there's about three or uh, there are yeah. probably about three or four characters, like main characters, and she yeah. would be like one of the three or four. Yeah. I, yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was what that was going to be. Right. I, I just don't know if... I don't know the longevity of this character because of what's been going on surrounding Gina Carano herself. Yeah. But, and and I don't think um I think at some point Lucasfilm will have to like really take a look at that. Uh because well, it obviously 
I mean, it depends on how bad it gets. I mean, as long as it's yeah. sort of, as long as it sort of stays on Twitter, they might be fine. I, but I, like I, once I it just, starts hitting like major like deadline and variety and and things, when it starts to become a you know a bigger it, and you and you know there has to be somebody the people that are working for Gina Carano who are just sort of like chill out, baby girl. You you gotta yeah. you gotta. You got a hit. You're 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 a supporting character on a hit show. There's a possibility you're going to be a, a main character in another show. All you're going to do is just not irritate the internet. And uh, yeah, so far it's, it's just one of those things where um you have such a such a big platform, especially now in Star Wars, and you start like retweeting things that are that 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 can be dangerous. And uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just no, not no, a I good exactly look. Exactly what you mean, and, and so, so yeah, I don't know if they'll build the show around her. I, I, like I said, I think, I mean, honestly, it would be kind of cool if it was you know, her and Bo-Katan, but they didn't announce. Uh, it's funny for a lot of these shows and and movies and stuff, they announced like the major people involved, and they didn't mention any kind of cast. And so I think if Gina Carano and or uh, Katie Sackhoff were yeah uh, were attached, they would have said so. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea intrigues me. I mean, if it's just you know, if it's just like, you know, I mean, I, I guess the, uh, the idea is maybe a little bit based on the the sort of X wing, the two X, really the one X wing pilot we've seen, you know, keep popping up so far this season. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, I guess maybe it's based. It'll be based something off of that. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I'm, 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 I know very little about it, so it's hard to, it's hard, again, aside from the logo and the people and, and Filoni and and Favreau being involved, um, I find that interesting. I do find that interesting. Um, I don't know if they're going to, I wonder if they're going to be hands on with it as much as they are with the Mandalorian. Mm hmm. Um, cause they're, uh, I mean, Filoni, I, he, he, uh, he probably is day in and day out. Favreau, I wonder if he'll be as day in and day out as, uh, as, as he is with, with Mando, just because he's still a right. major film director. Right. Um, I think, uh, I think it might be, uh, I think it, it could be more of a collaborative effort on, Favreau's part just because I think Dave is Dave Filoni is going to have such a um I think he's going to have a much more demanding time with the show we're going to talk about probably for next. the next one yeah uh just because he's writing it and I assume directing it um and it could also be because like a like the Chandra Rhymes shows now like you know every you know all these shows are like Chandra Rhymes shows but I don't think she's run a show since like the first few years of like yeah um you know i think like scandal like I think she got scandal off the ground and then after that it was run by other people right uh, so it could just be that you know feloni and favreau you know put the you know sort of put the mechanism together and then they hand it off to someone else who will actually be the showrunner and running it right uh, again and, so that, that, and that could totally be the case yeah you know? For sure. I mean, it just says it's being produced by them. It didn't say that they were. I mean, for Mando, they're writing. I mean, Favreau, I think, has written every episode except for the Ahsoka one. 
Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. And I know when he was out promoting, I think promoting second season of Mandalorian, he said he was he had been hard at work writing season three. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Mando's his baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and and I think that he'll certainly, I'm sure, creatively be involved in in the the Ranger show. But again, I wonder if he will be writing every line of dialogue and you know yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure uh i think and, and we brought this up on our mandalorian recap show for this past friday uh whether or not bill burr wants to make some sort of commitment with star wars television you know i didn't think about that till just i know we talked about it a little bit but yeah like bill could burr he be a... part of the part of this show i mean that his would... performance on friday was amazing it, like he was so good he was very good i i, I it's funny because you know i watched the episode and then we did our we did our recording and then i i hadn't really had a chance to see kind of what the internet and twitter thought of it and yeah. it was very it was almost unanimous they're like wow what a great job bill burke did yeah, um because yeah, yeah. he's not necessarily um a Although I forgot about this. He's not really an actor, but I forgot he was in a lot of episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. He just yeah, had hair. He's, he's he been had dipping hair. his toes in the, in the acting. Yeah, I mean, the characters he's been while. playing. He was very, I don't know if you saw it, the King of Staten Island, the Pete Davidson movie. He was really good mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. Um, you know, and it wasn't just him sort of. There, I mean, there certainly were sort of very Bill Burr-esque moments of him just sort of screaming at Pete Davidson. Yeah. But there's other like more kind of quiet moments where he actually right. had to act and he was really good right. so yeah um yeah I, i'm, I I'm excited to see him as one of the as one of the rangers i i mean i could put together the super group of the rangers of the new republic <laughs> you know bo katan cobb van um mayfeld or mayfield um bill burr and uh, you know that's a, yeah that's a good solid three or four throw a droid and a wookie in there or something you, yeah. you gotta you gotta show yeah yeah <laughs> it, it would be great uh, so that, that one I'm, I'm really excited about, but I think the one of the, of the ones we didn't know were happening, the uh-huh. next one you're about to say is the one that I'm so excited for. The, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this is, uh, cause I've never heard this name before. Yeah. What, what uh, Soka. Uh, is it like a, a show, a Ashoka, a Kano, something like that. Yeah. The we're Ahsoka. getting an Ahsoka show. Live action series. I am so excited. Like I yelled when I saw that. Yeah, I wasn't because it was. It's kind of one of these things where like, I don't know if they do this to mess with the fans on purpose, but like, we had all heard the rumors and like you know that the even a couple even several months ago I remember talking about on one of the shows with uh, with Gwendy and you about how we were hoping that the second season. By the way, again, and I've said this before. I have absolutely no predicting powers about this season of Mandalorian because mm-hmm. I have everything I have predicted or been worried about has not happened. Yeah. So, cause I was like, I was like, Oh, don't bring Ahsoka on. Cause then it's going to be like Ahsoka and him every week. And I remember complaining about that. Um, and that's not, that's not what happened uh, with this season. I mean, I, I could be wrong. There's one more episode left to go, but, um, uh, and as far as you know, they have, you know, sort of a episode 
was it episode five? Is it episode five? The Ahsoka episode? Yeah. Episode five of this year? I, I yeah. can't remember the chapter dates. Yeah, I can yeah. barely remember the, the, the episode numbers. Um, it, uh, as that sort of that being sort of a backdoor pilot, it was very good at that because it still was felt very much like a Mandalorian episode. It wasn't just mm-hmm. like a lot of sort of backdoor pilots. It's like, you know, you have the main cast at the beginning and then the people in the, the new pilot. And then at the end, uh, the main cast is back. Um, and they didn't right. do that. The show, she was an integral part and her and the Mando worked together. And she is now the reason we know the name Grogu. And um, by the way, I may not have... I, I probably would have been excited anyway for an Ahsoka Tano series. Um, I'm more excited after watching Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka in that episode of Mandalorian. I was like, well, if she's going to be... Like, if that's going to be the character, yeah. then I am fully on board with this. Yeah, I thought she did a great job. Like, no, at no point in that episode did I did it not feel like the character. Yes. And, uh, and obviously things like a character's voice, how they look, it's obvious you can't match, uh, you know, an animated character to a live person. Um, and it's obviously a different person doing the voice and, and the performance. So it's obviously going to look and sound a little different. But as long as the heart of the character is still there, like, it, it was awesome. And yeah, it's I the mean, same there was... thing with Alden as Han Solo. The heart was there, and that's really all you need. Yeah, I felt opinion. like, I, well, I mean, because I mean, at a certain point, these um, these sort of I, I mean, iconic characters have to be, um, you know, the actors have to be able to create a performance and not do an impression. Yeah, um, and then that's certainly, I mean, the first person to do that and do it beautifully, and and I think in a, in a lot of ways has probably been the roadmap. Uh, was Ewan McGregor. I mean, those mm-hmm. were huge Jedi robes to slip into for episode one. And by the end of it, by the end of episode three, not only had he, I, I felt, and I, I, I feel like a lot of people feel this way, honored the Alec Guinness performance, um, yeah. but he had also created his own character that fit with that Alec Guinness performance. You know, it wasn't him. He didn't do an impression of Alec Guinness for three films. He, he created a character his name happened to be Obi-Wan Kenobi and he happened to do these things and that same character of Obi-Wan Kenobi will do these other things in future films. Um, and, and I felt like that was sort of what Rosario Dawson did. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, she wasn't, she wasn't there trying to do an Ashley Eckstein impression, you know? Right. Um, which would have been the worst thing she could have done. Right. I, and the, I think the other thing to remember um, is just, just real quick, because I, I do want to talk more about the, about the actual what we want to see in a show from this. Yeah. Um, uh, but Ahsoka's at a different point in her life when we see her in The Mandalorian. She's not the Ahsoka from even the last episode of Clone Wars, which she changed dramatically. And um, we really didn't get to see a lot of her post World Between Worlds on Rebels, which is the last mm-hmm. time. Well, according to some people. Um, the second to last time we saw her because yeah. the epilogue from rebels now is supposedly after this episode. Um, so, so Ahsoka would have been different anyway, because she's a different point in her life. Mm-hmm. That said, um, with this, uh, with this, with this now 
and I think even it was Dave Filoni that said that the, the epilogue might take place after after this episode of Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. We know we know f- at least in this in the the episode from Mando that she was in that um, Grand Admiral Thrawn was brought up for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, my my feeling is because we talked a lot about and I, I think and we've talked a lot about is it, like do you think they'll bring Ad- Grand Admiral Thrawn into this, into Mandalorian after this announcement on Friday? I don't think so. I think they are going to save Thrawn for the Ahsoka series. Either save her for the Ahsoka series, or he'll be part of all three. Oh, this uh, this and, sort of and, dovetail. Uh, yeah, that we're, and I we're think that about? and I think that that uh, climactic event could be the three um, mm-hmm. facing off against Thrawn and whoever, whether it's Thrawn with Moff Gideon underneath him, with other people underneath them. Uh, that could happen. Ooh, um, what if, what if it ends up that like, Thrawn is like the Thanos of these like three shows. Like he's the yeah. big. Oh, that'd be. Oh. I think I think that could I think that could really work. Like, he's the consistent presence, mm-hmm. uh, just looming over each. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Show, um, and I think it could work really well, and I think. Obviously, since uh, Favreau and, and Dave Filoni will be executive producing uh, these two along with The Mandalorian, they can make it work. Yeah. And I'm curious to see, because it doesn't say that Dave is directing, it just says he's writing, if they're going to mm-hmm. do the same thing with The Mandalorian in terms of bringing on different directors for each episode. Uh, maybe... Um, some new names in there, or maybe bring back some of the names doing Mando. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that, that'll be curious to see. I have a feeling it'll probably be um, a variety of directors, just because I think that's just the way the schedule of, of television works. Yeah, you can't like, because like after you know, cause for anybody who knows anything about television, uh, I'm just going to ex- explain kind of how it works with people who don't. Um, when you direct it, ep- the, the reason they have different directors for different episodes of television is because they have such a tight schedule. And so the the director of an episode is in post-production for weeks um, after they shoot their episode. But the production continues with the same actors in the same production company. So they have to get a separate director to a, a different director to direct those unless mm-hmm. you're shooting like back to back ones or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is going to be the Kenobi series, which is 
all sort of one feels like it's just one story and Deborah Chow is just gonna be in charge of that so it won't be like a, yeah. a TV TV and it's a limited schedule. series so it's a limited it's series too yeah six so it's like those those episodes or those shows that have been on like HBO with Nicole Kidman yeah. and doing Big Little Lies they had the same director for all of the episodes because they were just shoot that was the way they were shooting them mm-hmm. um so yeah I think I think Dave I think Dave Filoni will probably be definitely kind of the head had, if he doesn't write every episode, it is he will certainly get a draft of every episode. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think we'll probably have. I would. What would you think of like? I mean, I've been super impressed with her as a director. Like Bryce Dallas Howard sort of coming in and sort of oh, really kind yeah. of taking over. Yeah, you know, no she, question. I mean, she she did. Uh, she directed the third episode of the season. She directed the Bo Katan episode. Yeah, and she directed the one season one with. Um, uh, when they went to that planet with uh, the character's name was Omera, and it was that little village getting right. attacked. It was the first Cardoon episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she, the, she's been great. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't great. have a problem with her being, a, if if not one of the rolling sort of, you know, um, uh, crew of directors. If if even she did a, a bunch of them. So mm-hmm. now we know for sure we're going to have Rosario Dawson in as Ahsoka. Yeah. Do you think we will see Sabine? I feel like you have gonna, to. I kind of feel that way too. I feel especially like you have it, to. And uh, especially if it takes on, place after the epilogue of Rebels. I mean, unless Filoni just keeps pushing that back to yeah. like the final episode of the Ahsoka show. But yeah. And, um, and, and if you want to read into Twitter a little bit, uh, Tracy Kenobio, I think is how you pronounce her last name. She's like. Um, I think she's in charge of PR over at Lucasfilm. And Tracy, if you ever listen to this episode and I got your title wrong, I am so sorry. But um, just come on the show and correct us. Yeah, <laughs> she quoted uh, the tweet from StarWars.com talking about Ahsoka, and she said something like, "Oh, I, I, you know, I'm just staring at this logo, trying to like dissect it and see see what it all means." And then Tia Sarkar writes underneath, like, "Yeah, I know, me too," with like a you know, an emoji of like a pondering face. And then Taylor Gray retweets uh, that tweet with, you know, just with like a little lightning bolt emoji. And I'm just like, kind of interesting that Ezra and Sabine are tweeting at this tweet, you know, for all those fans that love to read into that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, are you are you showing your hand a little bit there? Yeah. But, I, um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I would love to see those characters. I would I would certainly love to see those actors as those characters, but after watching the Ahsoka episode, if they got somebody of that caliber to play Sabine and or Ezra, um, I don't yeah. think I would be upset about that. You know what I mean? I just I just think I think with them it's probably a little different just because uh, one Tiasarkar's on she was on the good place it was like she's she's oh, like she's been in a couple things she's. She's yeah. been in a couple things. She's she, she's a very talented actress. I I, yeah. I say that I say that not up you know not saying oh she couldn't pull it off. She definitely could pull it right. off. No, yeah. Um, I I say that more of if if I mean look there were people who who thought Ashley Eckstein should, only should ever be Ahsoka and were had completely had their minds changed uh, in the. Uh, in the Mandalorian episode, so um, I, I it, 
you know, if they said, and I can't, I'm, and I feel bad, I can't think of an actress off the top of my head that um, I could throw out there who would, you would go, ooh, well, she might be good. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, but I'm sure there's one, uh, I'm sure there's one out there. Because I, I would say the only thing against uh, Tia Sakar is, is that um, I think she's, she might be too old for Sabine. Sabine is kind of, Early twenties, late teens. I don't know. I, I think I think by this point in the show, uh, I think she was a little older than than Ezra. And if we're talking, right. like, like maybe I think 10, Ezra was thirteen years. and she was like sixteen, so she might have been like early. So she might be mid to twenty. I mean, she could. I mean, she could. I mean, that would be my only. That would be my only uh, knock against her. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I think Ezra is the same age as as Luke at this point. I think Luke and Ezra. Maybe give or take a couple years, they were around the same age. I thought they were so, exactly the same. I thought he was born on Empire Day, which is okay. So yeah, so if they're the same age, then in A New Hope, Ezra and Luke are like nineteen twenty. Um, so he'll be like nearing thirty, and yeah. Sabine will probably be like early thirties. Yeah, so, so I think she could totally pull yeah, it off. Yeah, she could pull it off. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, I, I keep forgetting there's cool. a five year jump between. Yeah. Well, it's not just a five. It's like an eight-year jump because um, it's like three to four years between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi, and then it's five years after that. So it's like a nine, almost ten-year jump. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's Rebels, so. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm super excited for the show, and I I hope we get into some like just really cool concepts, really cool and unique we, we go to some really just different kinds of places like stuff we went stuff we saw in the clone wars uh not saying it has to be like mortis level but uh just showing how big the galaxy is That's yeah I, I think that yeah i think no I, and i i agree with you because what you what you have is the, diff- the difference between ahsoka and and the mandalorian is that the mandalorian has for lack of a better term has been very grounded you know, it's very much the nitty gritty of of the Star Wars universe, whereas opposed to Ahsoka is if she doesn't call herself a Jedi, everybody thinks. By the way, her episode was called the Jedi. Um, so mm-hmm. when you have the Jedi and, and the Force involved, um, it automatically, you know, makes it you, you kind of don't care about the nitty gritty, dirty stuff of Star Wars. And, you know, right. it, it's just, it just automatically gets sort of metaphysical and you have to. You know, just kind of go from there. So yeah. Well, all right. Moving on. So, moving What's on. Next? next, yeah. My phone. My phone went dark. Um, next is, um, Andor. Yes. Just Andor, which I'm not. I'm not upset about. Uh, but uh, instead of now calling it the Cassie and Andor show, like it's the Dick Van Dyke show, uh, it's just Andor. Um. Which will, which I, this was the thing I wrote down because I thought I found the most interesting. This will have twelve episodes. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was I thought that was a, a and it's a series like it's not like um, Kenobi which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Um, it, it's 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 not a limited series. It's it's ongoing. So theoretically we'll have twelve this year and if it gets or twelve when the year it comes out. So I think it's not even supposed to come out till twenty twenty two. Um, but we'll get 12 in 2022, and then 12 
in season two of Andor if they if they keep going. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, which I honestly prefer. I'm getting a little sick of all these streaming shows that are only like six and seven and eight episodes long. Um, I, like I, I watched The Queen's Gambit. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after eight episodes, you're done. And it's like, oh, well, now i got to find something else to watch. Uh, might as well yeah. go back to watching West Wing. Because uh, <laughs> at least there's like 150 episodes of that. Right. Um, but uh, they did, they announced some of the cast. Um, Stellan Skarsgård mm-hmm. will be in it. And um, I didn't write her name down, but Mon Mothma will have a... Yeah, Genevieve like, O'Reilly. Genevieve O'Reilly will have a major... Mm-hmm. Uh, a major role in it, which makes sense. I mean, it's all about the sort of the beginnings of of the rebellion. So, yeah. um, you, you kind of can't have the rebellion without her. You also can't kind of have the rebellion without Bail Organa. So, I wonder how they're going to skirt that. Oh, yeah, from. I'm sure he's going to be in there. Well, Jimmy Smith will do it. Jimmy yeah, Smith's, yeah, he's kind sure. of a whore. He'll do it anyway. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, we're sorry, we didn't mean it. Except you kind of know it's true, Jimmy. Um, sorry, not sorry, Jimmy. Uh, but uh, th- th- this one we actually got to see some of the sizzle reel, and then some of the footage was from uh, yeah, Rogue One was from Rogue One. But some of the sort of production stills that we did get to see, I thought were really interesting. Yeah, uh, there was one. There's one I hope is in the show because it just was. It looked freaking awesome, where he was like in the cockpit of like a fighter or something. And oh, the yeah. window was blown out, and he's, like, firing out of the hole in the window. I was like, that's kind of cool. I hope that's I, – I mean, I love that piece of art. I kind of hope that's in the show. They haven't even started shooting it yet. They're just building sets. But they they had, like – there's, like, 120-something characters mm-hmm. um, in the show. So, yeah, I'm uh, – I wasn't not um, excited about it. I'm – Certainly after certainly after watching that, I'm more excited about it. it, it what I kind of thought was cool is in the little sizzle reel how excited Diego Luna is. Like he was almost like jumping off of the, the screen. He was kind of yeah. so excited about doing the show. So I'm. Um, although we didn't see, and it may just be because they didn't announce it. Did they announce Alan Tunic? I feel like they announced it uh, when they first, you know, made the announcement that the show yeah. was even being made. Right. I know they that they didn't, they didn't reiterate it when they on was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday? Thursday. I think they were just focusing on new cast, to be honest. Okay. All right. Uh, like people that they haven't um, mentioned yet. Okay. Uh, at least that's what it sounds like to be. Well, at this point, he may not be on set, and he may he mm-hmm. might just be doing the voice of K2SO and just having somebody else walk around um, in in the in the. The motion right. suit. Right. Or maybe if, if this is like an ongoing series, maybe he's not <laughs> even in the first season. You know, that could, could be. be that could be too. Yeah, I uh, mean you kind of you kind of got the little bit of that uh, Han Chewy vibe from uh, mm-hmm. Cassie and then K two SO and Rogue One, so yeah. um yeah, he very it very well could be that he's just not um he, yeah, there's just not too not just a huge part of the series yet, right? Yeah. You know, could be it could be Endgame. I mean, it'd be kind of be cool if, like, the assassin droid that's been hunting Cassie in the whole series at the end <laughs> gets shot in the head and K2SO or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I was, I'm super on board with that. 
Uh, yeah, for sure. Which brings us to number to the fourth series that we talked about. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes. The limited and series. And there's one announcement here. Six that... episodes. Yeah, six episodes they're gonna do. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or is it four? Yeah. I think it's six. And then Deborah Chow is directing, so that's great. And is there uh, anything else yeah. that they mentioned? Did they mention anything else? Did they mention? Well, I, I think they said it's going to take place on Tatooine. Uh, at least some of it. Yeah. You, know, you figure ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Did um, they there's mention- another. There's another guy there's that another, they mentioned. Another guy? Does he um, hate? How does this? How does this character feel about sand? I mean, it's. <laughs> I think he says it's 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 rough and coarse, and I, th- I think he says it gets any. It's. I think he says it gets anywhere. You know, it gets everywhere. Something like that. Yeah. Anywhere, everywhere. I don't know. We're getting they, Hayden Christensen, guys. He's coming back. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker. And by the way, they didn't say he was like, coming back as Anakin Skywalker. They said he's coming yeah, back as Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. So. so um, Holy I will shit. be yes, okay. and and I know that was like a a rumor, and I was like, and when they when I heard it, I was just like, okay, so he'd be like in like a dream sequence or something. But no, like he know. is, um, I can and I guess we could can we dare we? Because I know you and I both have read sort of the same behind the scenes uh, <clears throat> spoilers and and uh, yeah. people uh, dictating what was said in the uh, promotional video. They didn't show us. You mm-hmm. jerks at Disney, um, but <clears throat> no, he will be back as Darth Vader. He will not be back as Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, which I found super interesting. And one of the, um, I think it was a bit. Uh, this might, this part might be from the transcript, and then there's some production art that was discussed. I think within the. Um, the uh, the sizzle reel that they only showed to investors. You know, I, at one point, I could have bought Disney stock. I could have gotten to see this for free. Uh, but anyway, they said that, uh, first of all, Ewan said that, you know, the thing that he's most excited about is he could say he gets to work with Hayden again and they get another yeah. swing at yeah. uh, working together. Um, and that uh, there was two pieces of art that they well, – well, one, the sort of quasi-plot, I think this is, Ewan McGregor said this in the in the sizzle reel, was that, um, you know, there's people hunting the Jedi, you know, the remaining Jedi. And mm. so the, the, that's, that will be part of the plot, I guess, of Kenobi, is he's on the run 
from these Jedi hunters. Which mm-hmm. makes me think that part can't take. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> that part can't take place on Tatooine because I just, I just feel like. I feel like having Vader and Kenobi on Tatooine just draws too much attention. I just feel like it has to take place someplace else. Yeah, I, I think just, so. I, I can't. I, and, um, so, and so one of the still production stills, I think, was a Jedi defending like three younglings and Vader's there. Like, I guess about to, I guess, I guess about to attack. And then the other is uh, Vader on like a throne. Uh, looking at uh, a hologram of something. So, wow. if I had to guess what the plot is, is that for some reason Obi Wan leaves t- leaves Tatooine, and that puts him on the radar of these Jedi hunters, which thus puts him on Vader's radar, mm-hmm. and um, hilarity ensues. <laughs> hilarity ensues. <laughs> Oh man. Listen. Uh, I I'm up for all the hilarity. <laughs> I'm up for the, the, the nonstop wackiness that is Vader and Obi-Wan. <laughs> Total Tom and Jerry vibes. <laughs> wouldn't that be wouldn't that be the worst or the best? I don't know, I can't decide. You know, I think a like little of both. Slapstick is just sort of like, you know, Obi-Wan paints a you know, a hallway on the side of a building and Vader tries to run through it, kind of a thing. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> it, that would no, be... it's it's gonna be great. Like, I just wish it was out tomorrow. I yeah, I uh, wish it wasn't yeah. starting production in March and that it was you know yeah because we're not gonna get it till 2022. I don't think. Yeah, I think probably, probably earliest we'll get it is is late 2021, but yeah, uh, 2022 definitely. Um, and I mean, you figure James Earl Jones doing the voice gotta do the voice i mean that was that was my only that was my only question i had because when it was a rumor that hayden was going to be in it i was just sort of like well clearly they'll just do some flashbacks and mm-hmm. you know it'll be you know they'll, they'll de-age hayden and not that they couldn't pull off playing looking like they did 15 years ago mm-hmm. um but uh you know probably just do some flashbacks and that'll be the extent of it I'm thinking we're probably going to get to see, I mean, aside from Hayden in the suit, and I hope they do do him dirty like George did, um, <laughs> Revenge yeah. of the Sith. <laughs> just made it awkward for him to move in the thing. Um, but I have a feeling we're probably going to get to see a lot of Vader without the helmet. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that I think you don't recast, you, you don't cast Hayden as Darth yeah. Vader, if and keep him in the suit. Space. Yeah, you know, because at that point just... you just cast the guy from Rogue One. Um, right, he did a great job. Nobody, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't remember his name either. But yeah, I, fe- I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of him without. We, you kind of have to. We're going to have to see him without the, um, without the helmet at the very least. And I'm sure we'll get some flashbacks too. Um, but yeah, kind yeah. of. I, and I think it would be interesting because, and they've done it a lot in the comics, um, you know, him sort of still upset about Padme. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see. I'd like it'd be, it would be cool. I don't know if they'll they'll do this, but it would be cool 
to kind of see Hayden knowing that they have that, knowing that history just we have on film of him as as Anakin yeah. Skywalker. Yeah. You know, talk like say the name Padme would be crazy. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. But yeah, but this this leads me to believe that yeah, yeah I mean that it can my my only thing and how you and I can you and I can discuss this relatively quickly. They make it sound like there's going to be a lightsaber battle between mm-hmm. Vader and Obi-Wan. And I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of like the idea that the last time they saw each other and especially, you know, fought mm-hmm. was Mustafar. Yeah. So I don't know how I so... feel about a 10-year rematch. It, it can work. It can you work. You can play with it, but yeah. it's just... It's one of those things where you can absolutely do it, and it would still make all the sense in the world that they could have had a fight between episodes 3 and 4. It's just, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to look at that and be like, come on, why'd you do that? And you're just going to have to live with that. Yeah. Uh, look, if it here's the thing. If it's well done... Yeah, I I won't have a problem with it, and if it makes, and if it still makes that fight, or even in a in a strange way recontextualizes that fight mm-hmm. in in A New Hope, you know, um, I mean, what if you know, what if they fight in this Obi Wan series and Kenobi takes him easy, yeah, and then you know, Vader takes him in, in episode four like i th- i think yeah. that's interesting to sort of to show the dynamic that like it was a choice that that Obi-Wan, right you still get that anyway from it but it, that, that it was a choice that he made the one the one line that i think would make it work really well is during their fight on the death star when vader says you should not have come back so there was obviously a choice that obi-wan made Right, uh, and that you could of, expand upon of him going line, to cr- confront Vader. That line also, um, that line also kind of lends to the idea that that Obi Wan, that Vader knew Obi Wan was alive somewhere. Yeah. Um, because, um, I mean, he kind of he would know that anyway because they fought, but um, he has that line with Tarkin. Mm-hmm. Like, Obi-Wan's here and Tarkin's like well surely he's dead by now yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I like that idea of like Vader has been he's just he just hasn't been able to find him for whatever reason mm-hmm. so it also will make that line in uh, Return of the Jedi make a little bit more sense well, actually a lot of the stuff in Return of the Jedi make a little bit more sense because Theoretically, if the first time Obi-Wan sees Vader after Revenge of the Sith is on is on the Death Star, mm-hmm. um, how does he know all about the more machine than man thing? How does, you know, like there's, you know, he, he seems to know a lot about, you know, he's twisted and evil. He like he knows more about him in Return of the Jedi when he's talking mm-hmm. to Luke then you sort of get then you would think he would know at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And the only thing that I would say he probably found out is just 
going around the galaxy, maybe just seeing uh, or hearing things about Darth Vader, because he obviously knows the name. He knows well, the other thing Anakin that would and all that. that it would we, well, yeah, I mean they know he's Darth. I mean they, right. Yoda calls him Darth Vader. It's like Anakin yeah. Skywalker's gone. Darth Vader is. Um, yeah. But um, it, it would also make sense with the line that Vader has in Return of the Jedi where he's talking to Luke and Luke's talking about trying to redeem him. And he says, Obi-Wan once thought as you did. Yeah. Which is not something that came up in that fight on Mustafar. Yeah. But if it comes up in this Kenobi series, that mm-hmm. would be cool. You know, where yeah. he, he does try. He's like, well, maybe there is a little bit good. Maybe I can get through to him. Maybe, you, you know, maybe, 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 maybe. You know what would have been really awesome is, and maybe, oh, shoot, this could work in a really, like, interesting way. So, and, and I promise after I say this, we can we can move on, but... We if, may not move on, because I got, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got lots of thoughts on this. <laughs> if, uh, if, while Ahsoka was in The World Between Worlds... What if she went back during this time of, uh, you know, a few years before the events we see, kind of getting in the timeline of this Kenobi series, and she finds Obi-Wan and tells him of her confrontation with Vader, saying, you know, Anakin's still there. Like, I saw him. And I think we can get him back in some way. And then uh, for, you know, whatever happens there where she, you know, obviously she can't really get involved at that point. But I think that would be super interesting. If, like, she used that just as, like, kind of a, not even to change anything, just as, like, uh, just reaching for help at that point, you know? I don't know. I think that would be really interesting. That would be really interesting. And over under, do we see new Natalie Portman footage in this? Uh, I think the Even most. Even if it's just a flashback, is I think the most you would get of Natalie Portman in this, if anything, is just a voice. A voice. I don't, maybe, I don't a maybe a hologram. Yeah, yeah maybe. I I think I don't think you'll get. I think there's more of a chance you get Qui Gon, like Liam Neeson. Oh, in the show, all, ben all, by the way, I forgot all about this. All this talk about Vader and and Obi Wan, I was like, oh my god, yeah, of course, yeah. The disembodied voice of of Qui Gon, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally dig on that. Uh, real quick question, completely unrelated, but kind of related. That line in Return of the Jedi, uh, your mother, or, I mean, your Obi Wan once thought as you did. With all the the tweaks that George made, why did he go in and just have James Earl change that line to your mother once thought as you did? I don't know. Because we find out in the comics he saw that recording of her telling Obi-Wan there's still good in him. Yeah. It's almost verbatim what Luke says. Uh, Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He added a, a no, but he didn't go back and just tweak that. I, I would have tweaked that. That would have been me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, 
in case you didn't know this from the last 45 minutes, there's a Kenobi series. Yeah. <laughs> six episodes, kind of a bummer. Uh, it's only six, but I kind of feel like you'll be able to watch it like two really long movies. You know, if you wanted to sit down and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel. I don't think it's gonna feel. I kind of don't feel like it's gonna feel as episodic as like something like like the Mandalorian or something like that. I right. have a feeling it's going to be a little bit more, a little bit more connected, kind of like the, um, that would be awesome, by the way, like the, like the, uh, the Clone Wars arcs. Right. You no, know, or like three or four episodes of that, just kind of all the same arc, even though they're very, even though they're episodic within the arcs, that would be kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to diverge wildly, like say the Mandalorian. They might, I don't know, but uh, yeah. If you're only doing six episodes, you you kind of only need like one. You kind of need like one big story to kind of hang everything on to. Yeah. As just a series of six adventures. So. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think that's that's right. Yeah. Um. All right. What do we got next? Next is the thing that would I I remember when we first discussed it. I was like, eh, whatever. Mm. Uh, that I after this thing on Thursday, I am completely turned around. Um. The Bad Batch yes. animated series. Because I, I remember we talked about it when the you know when the episodes came out, and I was like, eh, eh, the Bad Batch, they're fine. Like I was actually part of me was like, we only have like twelve episodes, and really we're going to spend four of them with the Bad Batch, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, after that um, that little sizzle reel, that little trailer, uh, I'm on board with the Bad Batch. I kind of dig them as like a. a intergalactic a team or something (laughs) (laughs) right yeah it it looked really good the animation looked even better than season seven of the clone wars which was amazing to see yeah which yeah Uh, which makes the first couple seasons of clone wars look like something i do yeah yeah and uh you know bringing in it seems like some of this stuff is going to take place concurrently with episode three Um, i wanted this we talked about this off air, but it, it, let me see if I can pull it up. Um, the the bundle of um, of New Republic stuff. They have a new timeline in it. I don't know if you saw that when you went through it. I'm gonna try oh, for and, the High Republic. Well, no, just for Star Wars in general. Um, let me see if I can. And I just thought it was interesting because it mentioned some of this stuff in it. Oh. I'm trying yeah, to talk as I as I go to find it. Um, yeah, yeah, a bunch of new like uh, names for for different eras. Yeah, it was like different eras, up. but and then okay, all right, here it is. All right, oh, come on, just okay. Can I blow it up? Right, okay. So this is what I found interesting, only because I saw this. So the timeline is is that you have the High Republic, and then after the High Republic is the Fall of the Jedi, that consists of Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, The Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, after that is the Reign of the Empire, which yeah. includes Solo, a Star Wars story, and The Bad Batch. Mm. So I, so this, I think this takes place after. I mean, they have. I mean, clearly they have the 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 Palpatine um, Galactic Empire. Um, yeah. monologue for yeah. like sir, in it. So I wonder. I thought the idea behind the Bad Batch is that they break off from the Empire. 
That's why I was kind of calling them the intergalactic A team. Mm. So I wonder if that's sort of their thing that like they break off from that that they're not necessarily like an elite group the Empire sends out to do things that like they they're on their own. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know too much about what exactly this show's gonna be. Uh, but I found it interesting that they broke it out. Um, they broke it out from from the prequels and Clone Wars. Because a lot of people were saying, oh, it takes place during Clone Wars. And I'm like, I don't think it does. I think it takes place after Clone Wars. At least in this timeline, the Star Wars timeline. Because the next is the Age of Rebellion, which includes Rebels, Rogue One, and then the, the, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. So this Reign of Empire, Reign of the Empire um, section is just Bad Batch and Solo. Which I f- That's which interesting. I, which I found very interesting. Yeah, that would lead me to believe you might get some. We could get some Crimson Dawn in there. We could get some. I mean, uh, these are elite like, soldiers. If, they, if these guys, if these guys end up being what I keep calling them, which is the uh, intergalactic A team, they're soldiers of fortune. They need people to work for. You mm-hmm. know, if you're a even if you're a warlord, if you need to hire, you know, you yeah, hire a guy, hire some guys to go in and uh, mess up the place so that yeah. you can do whatever you're, you know. Yeah, and, and, we saw, and we saw we saw Dryden Voss in a a short scene in season seven of of the Clone Wars, along with yeah. uh, one of the Pikes and I think Prince Shizor from Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. So and we're probably going to see Maul. Maul's going to be Maul's going to be around. Yeah, Maul Maul's going to be around. Maybe we could get some. Maybe if this goes past the events of Solo, we could get some of that stuff with Kira and Maul. Yeah. Like, it's pretty wide open. They could do a lot of stuff. It was really interesting that I sort of stumbled on that when I was going through this this High Republic uh, deal. Um, that, that A, that it listed the Bad Batch, which means I think we're going to get the Bad Batch probably the earliest of any of this stuff. I mean, if they, I mean, they have, like, I mean, that was basically a trailer for the TV show. It was, there wasn't, like, yeah. it was, like, just half completed concept art. I think, I they didn't say, but I, I would imagine early 2021 not maybe january but maybe like spring of 2021 we might get the bad batch like mm-hmm. around when we got um clone wars last year maybe yeah it just I, seemed like it was more ready to go than anything else they showed yeah i think uh, i think we could get this honestly like first half of next year yeah, if, if we got it after the summer next year, I'd be a little surprised. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of it's done already. It and, seems like uh, a lot of it's, and plus it's animation, so it's not like they had. It's not like during the the shutdown they had to. Right. Uh, I mean, right. people could people got to probably took longer to get it done than they would if everybody was going into the studio to to animate it. But, um, it's not something you have to have a hundred people on set to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, and again, but to, and but to, and sort of get back, we saw we saw what's, God, what's her name, Fennec, Fennec Shand, Fennec Shand. We saw we saw her. I mean, that's definitely her, right? Yeah, am it I has wrong? To be. I mean, they had it the same. I don't think they had that hat as an accident, <laughs> right? Like, like that's not like it's a, you know it's not like it's a Yankees hat or something in Star Wars. <laughs> it's like it's it was very similar. So like we're definitely going to probably get that character, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know a lot about it, but I really like this sort of 
and if you completely disagree with it, let me know. I kind of like this intergalactic A team. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a very different kind of show with a different kind of um, sort of goal. Like I really don't know what the goal is of the Bad Batch going into this into this series. It could be something completely different than what we think. Um, well, the, I, um, I honestly don't know. one of the things that I, that people were debating was whether or not they had the chips. Yeah. In their head that would use to kill the Jedi, and that maybe that was what set them apart, and that maybe that that's why they aren't. Because really, because honestly, we don't know much about the sort of decommissioning of the clone troopers. Mm-hmm. So that could also be a part of it too, is that they're like yeah. they're just getting rid of clone troopers and replacing them with stormtroopers. Yeah, that could and, be. And these four guys are like, I'm not, I'm not going quietly. Mm-hmm. Oh crap real quick since we're talking about clone troopers one of the other things i heard this is a a rumor 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 um was that part of the group that's maybe i think maybe did you tell me this the group i think i showed you a video or or had you listen to a video uh, yeah the group that's going to be hunting obi-wan is made up of cody yeah the leader so this was a a a scoop reported by kessel run transmissions and Uh, from their report, apparently Cody is leading this group of, of clones that are hunting Obi-Wan okay. or hunting Jedi in general, but Obi-Wan's right. like the main focus. Yes. Uh, so that would be interesting if that, so you did tell me that. Okay. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, just hear that. Someplace. You told me that. Okay. Yeah. Or at least played me the clip. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously nothing confirmed, just rumors. Right. But if they uh, end up being true, that is a really great scoop by those guys. So but I think it also plays into a little bit of you know i mean we know how rex got out mm-hmm. he's believed dead and i don't and the other two guys from that we see in rebels yeah but we really don't know much about the sort of transition from clone troopers to stormtroopers mm-hmm. um so that could be so that could play into cody's story a little bit in uh i mean as we found out operation with operation cinder uh, reference being dropped in Mandalorian, these things are these things are now really becoming more and more related, just not like yeah. obvious, but like you know. So it could be whatever the reason is for the decommissioning or the transition from stormtroopers to, um, I mean, sorry, clone troopers to stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to do with the Bad Batch breaking away. Could also be the reason why Cody is part of these hunters hunting down Jedi. Yeah. That that could really be a good angle for the show. I think a lot of people would like that. Well, I think also too, it's gonna be. It, I think it would be hard to watch a show about a kind of a group of stormtroopers who are working for the Empire that go in and you know mess up, you know, mess up like farmers and like guild members and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, they kind of. <laughs> I mean, for them to be the heroes, the quote—I mean, quote-unquote heroes of the show—unless you're going super, super dark, mm-hmm. um, they kind of have to be working against the empire. I would think. I get yeah, it wrong. It, no, it, but, whatever, whatever way it turns out, it's going to be really interesting to watch, and I am super excited for it more than I was earlier yeah, in the year. Yeah, I'm way more excited so, than I was when they first be announced great. it. It's like Bad Batch TV show, whatever. Okay, yeah. so moving on, because we still have four left. <laughs> I 
hopefully some of these we can just bang through real quick because yeah, we don't know sure. much about them. Like the next one, which is Visions, um, which is just uh, uh, going to be a bunch of Star Wars shorts. Um, anime done by inspired. Japanese, yeah, anime inspired. Uh, kind, um, and, and honestly, that's all we know about it. I imagine, I could be wrong, but I imagine they'll just be recreations of things we've already seen. Yeah, it like could be, or or maybe just like little contained stories. Yeah, uh, I mean they're they're shorts, so mm-hmm. like you know it could be just like a, a an anime, you know, an anime adventure. It, of if I had Qui Gon and Obi Wan, or yeah, you know, or Ben Solo and his dad, or whatever. If, if like, I had to bet, I think they would probably go the Forces of Destiny route with it, but you know, make yeah. them longer, make them with that art style, and make them a little. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say like more mature, but just give them a little more room to breathe, a little more to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of like a couple minutes, make it like you know ten, twelve minutes. Yeah, like, or yeah, like or, yeah, or, yeah, five, ten, even yeah, five, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, you know what, I didn't even think about the whole forces of destiny kind of angle on it. That's a good point. Because I, I sort of envisioned like a thirty, a thirty-minute show that had like three anime shorts, which it still might do. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like your idea of just sort of like they'll pop up on YouTube and mm-hmm. then you can watch three or four of them in a row, you know, on Disney plus. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And that's, and that's again, that's kind of all we know about visions. Um, next, probably the biggest surprise of the entire thing. Lando. The yes. limited series, the live action, and it's live action. I went back later because I looked at me because this animated, or is this live? And it's live action, mm-hmm. um, done by the guy that did um, Dear White People. I think the movie and the TV show because it was a TV mm-hmm. or Netflix show. Um, I would have loved to have seen his reel that he put together. Yeah, and I haven't seen any description of it, and I'm kind of a little bummed about that. Because when I saw that, I was super interested because it sounded like what he's doing. And I, I apologize for not having written down his name. I should have. Um, it sounded like he it, what he was doing sounded super interesting. Because the, the the picture that they showed when she was talking about it was the Falcon done up from Solo. Well, before Han wrecked it. Yeah. So I think that's the era we're getting of Lando. Is the sort of um, the solo now we know Raid of Empire era, and um, so there's a good chance. I have a feeling it's going to be before the events of Solo. If I had to wager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it's. I think you're going to get you know Donald Glover with the Falcon in, in its heyday, and that was my big uh, question. So, do you think? Because they didn't announce Donald Glover, and I certainly would love to have Donald Glover back. I think they wouldn't do it if it wasn't him. You don't think so? You don't think they'd pull yeah. the trigger? Just no. uh, only because they didn't say him, and I know he's still doing Atlanta, and he's still the Childish Gambino, and he's still. And they just, I would have thought he's such a huge name, and if they had, maybe it's a thing where they're still negotiating it. Like maybe it's not like as done a deal as uh, maybe casting wise. Mm-hmm. As as um as some of the other things were, and so maybe they just don't have a deal yet for him. Like he hasn't signed something yet. Uh, I can't imagine only because 
even as even the people who hated Solo, which I don't understand, um, yeah, loved Donald Glover in it. So um, I, I I can't imagine they wouldn't try very hard to get him back. Yeah, you know? I I just don't see. It's like if you were gonna do an Obi Wan show and you didn't know that you could get Ewan McGregor, you just wouldn't do it. Yeah, uh, I think no, at this I, point I it's the, kind no, of the same, same way. way. I feel the same way. I like, you know, why? Yeah, why would you do a Lando show without Donald Glover? My yeah. only, my, my fear is that he isn't going to be in it, and it's only because, um, because I'm a huge Community fan, and when you become a huge Community fan, you become a huge fan of like all of the anybody has ever been involved in Community, and part <laughs> of the reason he left Community was he just he wanted to be able to do his own thing, like he wanted to be able to write his own stuff, and, and that's why. Yeah. I and think so the key Atlanta here, is like his baby. Yeah. I think the key here is that it's going to be an event series, so it's going to be like a one-and-done right. thing. Right. Okay. And I think so that's so why he's okay. Be like, so it'll be like the Obi-Wan series with right. like six yeah. episodes. He only yeah. has to do one season, yeah. and you know he just has to set aside six months to shoot it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, this is an idea that I, I had, and then I saw somebody else had it, and I thought it was a great idea, too. Um, in Solo, you saw him doing the Calrissian Chronicles, which I mm-hmm. wish I kind of wish they would call the series the Calrissian Chronicles. But Lando's just Lando just lets you know what you're getting in for. Um, but to maybe do it like the old Indiana Jones Chronicles TV show, I don't know if you remember that, where they had an yeah. older actor retelling the, the tales of of his youth, and so it would be possible to get Billy D to come back and maybe bookend each episode. Yeah, I'm sure he'll do that. As to as like the narrator and then we get to see Lando in sort of his prime doing his thing. I think that would be I, I would I think that would be super cool. I, don't I know mean that, Harrison Ford did it for I think the the premiere of Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, he did yeah, a couple time, episodes, so. which is funny because he was younger then than he was in, in uh, Crystal Skull. So yeah. um and they made him look really old. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would like. Uh, also, I think we'll probably it probably means we'll get Phoebe Waller Bridge back at least as the voice of L three. Yeah, that's a good possibility too. Um, For sure. I think you know because if it's because again because I think also what we were what we were supposed to understand about where Lando kind of was in his life is that he was kind of done with the smuggling thing and he was just kind of you know, professional gambler, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. And it's only when, you know, Kira shows up and talks about Crimson Dawn and it's kind of, I, I just watched the Godfather three, they pull him back in um, for that movie. So this might be before he's called it quits. Yeah. I'm yeah. guessing, I'm guessing, for but sure. I was, this was the, this was the, this was the episode. This was the one thing they announced that I was the most excited about and did not expect to be. Because I was just like, really? Because like, he, because like Lando is like, I don't. Know, he's such a huge character because he's, you know, because he's an original trilogy character. But that has they've done very little with, you know. Even yeah. Rise of Skywalker didn't do much with him, you know. There's not a lot of books about Lando. There's not a lot of, you know. And so I'm just kind of, I was just kind of like. How cool is this? I think I think this is gonna be I think this will be a very cool show in twenty twenty nine or whenever when we get it. But, yeah. Um, 
I was super excited about it and did not expect to be as excited about it as I was. So uh, yeah, I, I think all these shows are are gonna garner some more excitement as we learn a little more about it as uh, the months go by. Well, yeah, I mean, look, it, all it took was a sizzle reel to turn me around on Bad Batch, so yeah, I can't yeah. imagine what's gonna happen when I get a sizzle reel for Lando, you know, and and they finally make the announcement of who's going to play Lando, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it's Donald Glover or if it's I can't imagine if they don't get Donald Glover, they're not going to try and get somebody of his caliber. Yeah, you know I'm almost mean? 100% sure it's Donald Glover. I, I, yeah. th- that is my hope and prayer. <laughs> really? <laughs> Zero um, agrees. Yeah, that's my hope and prayer that it's Donald Glover. But if if not, as long as they get somebody, and who knows, they might be trying to do younger, you know, like 10 years younger than Donald Glover. Not that he couldn't pull it off, but. There might be a reason they don't use Donald Glover. I don't know. Um, yeah, I would I would prefer it, but if they don't, I I kind of have enough faith in these that it's it'll be all right if they don't. Yeah. Whoever they get will be great. Yeah. Because um, it's now because now, and I would kind of actually feel sorry for whatever actor it is because they now have not only have to live up to Billy D. Williams, they have to live up to Donald Glover. Right. So, but um, unless we have anything else for Lando, we have two left. Nope. Two Go left. All right. Number eight is, and this one I was really intrigued. This is the Leslie uh, Hetland show, mm-hmm. Acolyte. Super excited for this one. I the thing I was the most excited about, uh, aside from the description, which is that it's a sort of a mystery thriller set at the end of the High Republic about the dark side. Um, but that it takes place. Mostly, what I was really excited about was that it was set in the High Republic. Like, yeah, in the final days of the High Republic. The final days of the High Republic, which, yeah, which I was really interested in, because uh, again, we're just the Star Wars is just as a whole is just beginning to roll out this um th- this new era, this new high the, the High Republic, and so I'm this will be this will be as far as we know until we talk about it in a couple minutes. Um, our first sort of dipping our toes into, you know, live something that's not a comic book or a book into the mm-hmm. High Republic. Um, and I don't know. I kind of, people have been throwing around a lot of names. They've been throwing around the uh, Plagueis um, in this maybe a little bit. Um, a lot of people have been throwing around the idea that it is it, this will be from the Sith dark side point of view which we haven't had really in star wars mm-hmm. um which i think would be very interesting especially if you do it as a, you could especially do it as a tv show um you know where for lack of a better term the the jedi are the bad guys and you know and it's the sith that's the the sort of the main character um i don't know i don't know what did what did you think of of this i so since I've been reading um, a well, couple right. of, reading the, all the, of the, the books uh, coming out next year for the High Republic, and if you guys want to listen to reviews of End of the Dark and Light of the Jedi, they are available for you to listen to right now. So mm-hmm. uh, spoiler free, you can go listen. Because um, I haven't read enjoy. them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is going to be really interesting because uh, you're already getting senses that there's like this there are things culminating um 
Like there are things out there at this point. So I feel like are we going to get the uh, sort of the dark side rising, so to speak, mm-hmm. with a character we have heard about? Maybe a Darth Plagueis? Uh, maybe a uh, somebody else that they can pull from Legends? Um, you know, who mm. knows? And I think that's going to be probably the more interesting thing. And I think, honestly, it would be really cool if it's just a new character that you could even play with uh, to be a force in the galaxy, you know, that that doesn't really have to be limited by time. You know, that oh, right. they can't be around during this time, whatever. Because obviously, you know. Yeah, what if this is about the person that trains Plagueis? Do yeah, you know it could be. Like, yeah. maybe, you know, this is about Plagueis' master. He's the, yeah. he's the, he or she is the, um, is the apprentice in this. Because cool. the other thing is that, um, and the reason a little bit you, that I, I just that I just thought of that you could do it from sort of the Sith point of view, is that they don't reveal themselves for the first time in a thousand years. Doesn't mean they were around. They clearly were around, um, but they don't reveal themselves really to the to the Jedi until Phantom Menace. So we have a lot of years where they're kind of out there doing their thing and they're not on the the Jedi radar, Mm -hmm. which I think honestly gives you a lot of story opportunities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is it could be very possible. We have like a, I mean, like a very dark kind of, um, you know, you know, Sith centric TV show. You know where you know where again everything everything has to be done in secret and in silence because they can't be revealed to the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and and I think because of this era having so many unknowns at this point that you can and from what we've from what I talked to you about about what the Jedi can do at this point in time, like their powers are vastly different than what we see in the movies even in the prequels and and the original trilogy, and obviously don't get too much of it in in the sequel trilogy, but uh, it's a completely different era for the Force itself. So I think playing with that is going to be super interesting. Um, And just seeing how the threats that uh, we're going to learn about, you know, from um, these authors coming up, if those threats are possibly still around at this point and how mm-hmm. the dark side can kind of use those to their advantage against the Jedi as well. So I think it's going to be really, really interesting uh, what direction they're going to go with this um, in terms of who the players are on the dark side. Yeah. So. Cause I think, cause I think possibly there's a reason we're not having you know, sort of major characters in these High Republic novels and comics and everything mm. be dark side users because they're saving them for possibly this, you know, yeah. Acolyte show or something in the future. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Did you watch Russian Doll? I started it. I haven't finished it yet. I, I did the same thing. I started it and I, I kind of got into it, but it was I got like three episodes in. And I got distracted, and I never went back. And I feel like yeah. sometime between I'll now, I'll probably and... watch it during work one of these days. Yeah, put it on and 
Like and it was, and it, it wasn't bad. I no, just, not at all. I just was like, I just didn't ever feel the need to go back for it. I don't know why. Yeah. Um. So moving on to the last, the last TV show that is going to come out in the next two to three years is a droid story. Yeah. Um, which not, not a lot to it other than it's you know. It's a droid going on his adventure, and he's being helped out by R2 and 3PO, which is where I got excited. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I love R2 and 3PO. So it, uh, we don't know if this is animated. We don't know if this is live action. I would imagine it's animated. I can't Im- You know what I mean? Like, I just no, Well, it says it's live action. It's live action? Oh, so it is live yeah. action. Yeah, it's live action. All right. Well, I guess uh, Tony Daniels is going to get a check yeah, in a couple that's years. that's what I was going to say. you got to keep <laughs> Anthony Daniels busy. You gotta keep him working, man. He's the yeah. hardest working man in Star Wars, Anthony Daniels. But not a lot to that. We don't know anything about it. We don't know when it's set. Right. We don't know. It made me think that maybe they're trying to do a live action version of the old droids uh, animated series from the the 80s, uh, which right. would be a terrible idea because that was not a good show. But um, even though you know Anthony Daniels got that check, um, but yeah, we don't know a lot about it. And mm-hmm. but it had R2 and 3PO in it, so that kind of Perked, at least perked my ears up. I was like, ooh, R2 and 3PO. And uh, other than that, there's not a lot of TV going on in the next two or three years on Disney Plus regarding Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And I and I'm like, and, and honestly, I'm down for all of them. Even even a droid story, which I'm like, oh yeah, mm. bring it, bring it on. <laughs> like like if all they were doing was a droid story, I still would be just as excited. But they have yeah. other stuff. And then they got into um, the movies. Which, um, we'll talk about the first one real quick, because I know that the one we really want to dig into is the second one. Uh, the first one, Taika Waititi, according to Kathleen Kennedy, still doing writing and directing a Star Wars movie that's supposed to come out twenty twenty two. I don't. I don't remember if they actually even gave a date. Did that? Yeah, I. I was thinking that too. Like, did they not? Because I. Because I, I wrote down the date for the next one, but I don't have a date. For the, well, the I will tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, no. It's okay. in development. <laughs> Wait, I also loved um, they made this announcement and then Taika Waititi was like, oh, I better get to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. He tweeted something like, uh, what? I guess as a longtime Star Wars fan, I better go ruin it now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, the uh, and the only the only thing we know about it is it had a a weird logo like a like a rock logo and people are like trying to this is why yeah. I, this is honestly this is why I love Star Wars fans this is the thing I love about them is they'll take like that logo and they're like what does it mean it's like why is it purple why is why it, is it why purple is it why is it, it kind of animated like why yeah. is it rock and like well listen I did the same thing with that diamond shaped uh you know, whatever it is out there, I'm like, oh my god, is that looks like Mortis from Clone Wars. Are we going to Mortis? And then, to- uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, who knows? But uh, we have absolutely no idea. I, if I had to... Okay, if, if if this was a corporation, which it is, um, I would say only because they're investing so much in this higher republic that maybe the payoff of the sort of High Republic era is the Taika Waititi movie, but that seems like a lot of restrictions to put on somebody like Taika Waititi. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they should just let him do, you know, whatever he wants to do. Would it be awesome if he was just doing solo too? <laughs> but that would be the greatest. <laughs> That'd be freaking awesome. It's <laughs> just like it's like yeah, here's my script. It's uh, 300 pages and it's uh, a sequel to Solo. So, um, but that's kind of all we know about it. And uh, look, I, I have, uh, I have, I have yet to be uh, let down by anything Taika Waititi's touched. So, bring it. I'll, I'll be here whenever it comes out, 2029 or whenever that is. But the other one, which was the huge shock to me, and also mm-hmm. shows that you are way more plugged into uh, what Lucasfilms <laughs> does than I am, is the Rogue Squadron uh, movie uh, directed by and predicted by you, uh, Patty, Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. Yep. Um, well, I... But her her little sizzle reel had absolutely nothing to do with the movie. I was so excited after the oh, end of yeah. it. Oh yeah, when she's walking towards an X-wing and, and just, just like bring the canopy, zipping up the the, the rebel flight flights. Like I was like, oh my god, give her everything. Yeah, it's just, just whatever she needs. Yeah, whatever she wants to do. She did two yeah. Wonder Woman movies uh, and Monster, which by the way, I'm a huge fan of Monster that movie although yeah i could tell you off air why i was initially excited about that movie it ended up being a very good <laughs> film but, uh, i was yeah. initially excited for it for a different reason um but yeah i could not i i was like i was like can we watch that tomorrow i want to see that tomorrow because yeah. it's not a because it sounds like um well she said i mean she said what it's about it's about fighter pilots it's going to be about you know, I don't know if this is going to be Star Wars Top Gun or or something, or mm-hmm. it, it might have shades of that. I've got a theory, man. Okay, bring it, because you've been right before. So you were right about Patty Jenkins when we, were, so, we had all those shows about yeah. pick directors, and I was like, she's yeah. not. And you're like Patty Jenkins, and I was like, yeah, she's good. And then no, she's got she's going to be making 2023. We're going to, to see Rogue Squadron. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just, uh, uh, you know, unless she gets fired, is, like, is right twice a day. <laughs> she conspired no. like the, the solo oh, guys. God, please no. <laughs> and every other uh, director. <laughs> so in the in the entry on StarWars.com, it says, The story will introduce a new generation of Starfighter pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a boundary-pushing, high-speed thrill ride and move the saga into the future era of the galaxy. So that tells me it's going to be post-Episode 9. Now, if that's the case, what character would be at the age where they could either be leading a squadron or be a very respected pilot uh, in Rogue Squadron. And the first name that comes to mind, which we saw, no, not even Poe, which we saw at the end of Star Wars Rebels, Jason Syndulla. I think Jason Syndulla, because at this, after, uh, in, in Star Wars Squadrons, Hera is leading Rogue Squadron. Oh, really? Yeah. And Wedge is part of oh. it. Uh, oh. And, you know, for the no, New Republic. Okay, so this is... Okay, so but so your thing is that it takes place post-Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, so at this point, Jason Sedula would be, like, in his 30s. Yeah, he'd be, like, mid-30s, probably, depending on what it is, yeah. you know, almost 40. He'd be, he'd be in his 30s. And who's another pilot that is... Uh, has always wanted to be... An ace pilot, 
and always wanted to do that cool stuff. And who Poe had under his wing for a little bit. If he screams, I'm walking out of the theater. <laughs> Kaz, he'd be another great addition to a to a crew like that. He and, would be. He and would you know, be. you you start pulling, you start pulling these pieces together. Um, I know Snap Wexley. If he wouldn't have died, maybe he would have been part of Rogue Squadron. Uh, you know, like those two names right there. And then if you wanted to take the story into and have like a Force arc in it. Jason Sedula's dad is Kanan. Like, can you yeah. imagine on a mission, mm-hmm. he's got to do something, and you hear Freddie Prince Jr.'s voice, like, speaking to Jason, you know, through the Force? I like, think Jason Sedula's a character that's been kind of wasted insane. that they haven't, and I can't believe they haven't used yet. I was really hoping to see him flying the ghost in Episode Nine. I thought we, we were going to get a shot inside the, the cockpit. Yeah, we don't know he wasn't, but... Um, yeah, we don't know he wasn't, but, you know... Um, but, uh, yeah, I think he's kind of a, a way, but, and, and the other thing before we get back to talking about Rogue Squadron, um, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the world to remember that Resistance existed. Yeah. You know? Damn good show. <laughs> it's like, and I mean, I know it only ran for two seasons and I, I, I but, um, you know, again, aside from Kaz screaming, once it got going, <laughs> it was really good. And, um. Honestly, I'll be sad if he doesn't scream at this point. <laughs> um, but I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for the world to come around on Resistance because I don't think it was a bad show. Um, yeah. So you think it's going to be set post Episode Nine? Yeah, from from the wording of that entry, it seems like the future era of the galaxy. The future era just sounds like what it is. You okay. Because I think a lot of because I think a lot of people think. That it's going to be, um, that we're going to be dealing with Wedge and all those guys, kind of. I just, I, I'm tired. New Republic of, area, New Republic era. I, I'm, I'm I, just tired of going back. I just want to go forward. No, no, no. I don't. I, I, and I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that's what, my thought was. I definitely don't think it's going to be um, old Republic. I'm sorry, old Republic. Um, original trilogy era because the logo. Yeah. Of the X-Wing is the new X-Wing. It's not the classic one. Well, th- there's dispute about that on Twitter. Somebody's saying it's the new one. Somebody's saying it's the old one. And then somebody's saying if you it's can the always... old one, who has the only old one left? And that's Ray with Luke's X-Wing. Yeah, but so... they're not going to drag Daisy yeah, Ridley into no, this new movie. No. Daisy Ridley's uh, a Jedi. She's not going to be just yeah, a, she's, a, yeah, she's not, yeah, she's a Yeah, she was not known as a pilot, although she was a pilot. Um. And she has the Falcon at this point. So X-Wing. Honestly, get a choice between the X-Wing and the Falcon and take the Falcon every time. Yeah. Uh, but um, well, because I can, because the the only way you can tell the difference is the is the uh, is the engines in the in the original trilogy that you they were all away that they, they were they were round, and then in the in the sequel trilogy they were kind of cut in half or they're, they're kind mm-hmm. of like. It looks like, you know, instead of, like, two engines sitting on top of each other, just, like, one engine on each yeah. side. By the way, I'm doing I'm doing it with my hands to make it, to explain it, and I realize it doesn't translate <laughs> to podcast. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of don't know. I kind of don't know the era because the logo was the new X-Wing. Mm-hmm. And the reason, and so that makes me think it is at least an era where those those are the X-Wings that are being used. 
um, because they certainly have plenty of just clip art around Lucasfilm of the old X-Wings they could have thrown in there. Yeah. So it's not like they it's not like they didn't have something. Although she does walk, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was Luke's, it might have been Luke's X, X-Wing that she walks towards. Yeah, it could be. I wouldn't doubt uh, it. I mean, but it's an old, it's an old original trilogy X-Wing she walks towards at the end of that, uh, that little sizzle reel. And it could mm-hmm. just be, by the way, that may not have even been there. It might have just been a, you know, effect, you know, CGI didn't, you know, post. I don't think they, I don't know if they built an X-Wing just for her to walk towards. Yeah. They might. But they, but they cert, uh, they certainly could have put the original trilogy X-Wing in, in the promotional... I mean, it's just a promotional image. It's just like a logo. It just has that... It just says Rogue Squadron, and then you see, like, the, the outline of, of an X-Wing. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll certainly find out when it's set. I'm sure even before we get a trailer or something. Because um, they're going to they're gonna have to announce casts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I was not prepared for how excited I was about that. I was, I was, I, and I think, and honestly, cause I'm a, I'm a big believer in this. I think, that, I think the reason I was so excited is because she seemed so excited. Yeah. It's, it's a passion project for her. Yeah. It was just, it's like, she was like so into it. It wasn't just like, yeah. So we hired this hot director to direct the next star Wars movie, which is what certainly something that they've done before. Um, you know, and 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 you get excited because it's just a hot young director, and Patty Jenkins is certainly a hot director with Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman eighty four, because mm-hmm. um, I think that from what I heard, the reviews of the of eighty four are really good. So yeah, there's no reason to to think that you know, um, that would be bad or anything. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think you know because she tells that story about how her dad was a was a fighter pilot and you know how he died and. and you know, he's been he's been looking for a project to kind of be able to weave some of those personal stories. So this might end up being a very, even though it's a Star Wars movie, it's going to end up being a very personal movie for her, yeah. which I think is also super exciting. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was I was really stoked about this. And I normally I normally am not. Usually a lot of a lot of Star Wars, if it doesn't have to deal with the Force, not that I don't, not that I check out or anything, but I'm just sort of like, okay, you know. I don't seem I don't feel like sometimes I'm invested in it in some yeah. Star Wars stuff unless it's kind of force based, and the Mando is a ni- nice combination of both because mm-hmm. it's got the real you know the sort of nitty gritty stuff and the force stuff. Um, but it does say that my favorite episode this season so far has been the Jedi. So mm-hmm. um, uh, so so yeah so normally like you know Rogue Squadron and like X Wing fighter pilot stuff I don't you know there's a reason that like. Uh, Wedge isn't my favorite character. I certainly like the character. I, you know, I'm certainly happy to see him show up for 30 seconds and, uh, or two seconds in Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah. And the, and the, oh, oh, what was the book? The Rebellion Reborn book? Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked, I liked him in that. Um, so if it is about Wedge, I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be upset, but it's not the sort of, it's not the kind of Star Wars stories I usually gravitate towards. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be something, but this. But I was super excited about. I was more excited about this than the Taika Waititi thing. So. Well, I think we're more excited about this because we we have like a a sense of what it's going to be about. Yeah. I mean, once we get Taika's, that'll change a little I bit. I gotta say, I'm a little, I'm a little leery of the Taika 
um, Star Wars. I'm just a little, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm a little leery of it. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this is different um, just because I think he knows, one, being around Dave Filoni and, and Favreau and, and just Lucasfilm right. already. I think he knows kind of what he, I think Ryan Johnson gave a pretty good template of, of the right way to expand what Star Wars can be without making it, um, like too, like like without making it not feel like Star Wars. And I know right. for all the Last Jedi hater people out there, uh, you know that's like how can you say that he's awful? You know whatever, dude. Um, By the way, did not mention the Ryan Johnson trilogy. I don't. I kind of feel like it's not happening. Either it's not happening, or it's so far into the future that it's not worth mentioning at this point. That yeah, because it, it also be. didn't mention anything about Kevin Feige either. Um, right. So right. I think that's. I also I, think I also just tend to wonder. Fun. I also tend to wonder if they a lot of times we just get these announcements and they're they're just announcements. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like like I I was only slightly um excited about the Taika. Uh, announcement because it was like oh okay so that's still happening okay cool um but the patty jenkins thing nobody talked about nobody's talked about that not that i remember no 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 that's that's completely new so that's a new thing so um and again i i feel like a lot of people were really excited about it It, it, yeah i I feel like it's kind of going to be um kind of like the depending on when it's set yeah but like kind of like the the sequel trilogies Rogue One, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, it, it kind it, of feels that could be for sure. Because uh, maybe the generation thing that they're talking about is from the OT to the sequel trilogy, or it could be the sequel trilogy to post. I don't know. I really hope it's post. I want to see what that looks like. I I do too because I, I I know it was the Lego Holiday Special, but that's the closest that we've gotten to mm-hmm. anything that's happened afterwards. And yeah. Because um, uh, once people read the High Republic, you know, just because you defeat, you know, whether it's the Empire, the First Order, whoever it may be, there's always people out there. Yeah, that there's always somebody gunning there. for you. There's always, you know. Yeah. You know, Cobb Vanth said it. Once the Empire was there, a vacuum, you know, there was a power vacuum, and these people swept in and and took over this little town. So. Same thing's gonna happen in the galaxy. We're just waiting to see who that next mm-hmm. uh, big bad is, you know. Yeah. So. But that's it. That's all they talked about on Thursday. Yeah, that's God. There, there wasn't even anything. It was, it was barely anything. We should. I mean, just it's not like we the, just talked for an national, hour and forty-five minutes. <laughs> we just talked about the National Geographic things they announced. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, any final thoughts that now that we've. Uh, Spend it. Uh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine any thoughts we have left after an hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, like. I, <laughs> I, I really don't know. I think. Uh, fine. Well, I guess this would be the the best thing to say. Uh, at this point, hopefully, COVID is is, you know, in the rearview mirror by Celebration 2022. But if Celebration 2022 is happening, that's gonna be loaded. Oh, yeah, because we're going to have 2022 That's or 2021? 2022. Oh, they're not doing one for 21? I don't think so. Okay. I think it would be canceled anyway. Uh, well, if you didn't, like, in 
late in the year, depending on how COVID things go. Yeah, I think it's just – I think at this point it's safe to just have it in 22. Yeah. Because, honestly, all we have right now is going to be Mando and, if anything, Bad Batch, and everything else will be 2022. So I think right. they're, they're waiting for a good reason. Yeah, I um... – Oh yeah! Wow, you just got me ridiculously excited about just the thought Dude, of like a, you're gonna get a Rogue Squadron trailer, trailer at you're gonna celebration. Get, you're gonna get a Taika Taika panel probably. You're gonna get trailers for Ahsoka, Obi Wan or no, not Obi Wan. Well, maybe Obi Wan, depending on how late in 2022 it comes out. Right. Uh, maybe more stuff about Cassian, the Acolyte, like all this stuff. You're gonna get it. Hayden's gonna be there. With Ewan, probably, for an Obi-Wan panel. Yeah. Well, if they're shooting in March, I, I, I gotta have to kind of imagine that Cassian... Well, uh, well... I don't know, I'm trying to do the schedule. I'm trying to schedule Disney Plus in my head. I'm just thinking, if we're not getting the new Mando until Christmas of next year, and I get the feeling that they want to start at least in the, the second half of, of, of this year, of having things run continuously so like once probably like once mando ends we're gonna get wandavision and then once wandavision ends we're gonna get falcon and winter soldier and then once that ends we're gonna get whatever comes after that um if we don't get mando until christmas of 2021 then we probably i would imagine early because cassian i'm sorry because andor and (laughs) obi-wan kenobi are going into production well andor's in production yeah. Um, Kenobi starts in in three months. I would imagine we're gonna get those early 2022. Yeah, I think that's a good bet. We might get you know probably probably January February we'll get probably Andor and then Obi Wan late spring early summer. Yeah, I think that's a good bet because. A lot of these shows, they're going to film them in the volume, especially with more of these studios uh, get, yeah, uh, being open around the world. Yeah, that was actually something weirdly I was excited about, that they're building three yeah. more volumes. Yeah, I think uh, London, Australia, and, and somewhere else. Yeah, another one in, in I think, in L.A., because they shoot, they shoot yeah. Mandalorian in L.A. Yeah, so uh, I think the fact that they're doing that means these shows are going to probably film exclusively – in the volume, aside from like you know general location and stuff that they can shoot, right? And I think that's going to speed up production a lot. So I think you're going to get these shows quicker than you'd think. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely still in like 2022, but like first half of the year maybe. Yeah, I mean if you get this, even if it's like a three month shoot, if they start shooting, um, if they start shooting Obi Wan Kenobi in March, yeah, if they shoot it for three months, which by the way that's a long time to shoot. Six six hours or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, we could get a trailer by fall, twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. If they do like uh, you know, even like a sizzle. San Diego San Diego Comic Con like Diego, online oh like God. they did, they could yeah. show something there. Yeah. Uh, because that would be, and I don't know if D twenty three is next. Well, they did. Is it, they did. Is it every other year. Yeah, I thought it was every two years. So they did one last year. Okay, so year. then, yeah, it would be next year. But everything I canceled this year, so that I don't know that that's, <laughs> that's yeah, a thing. Yeah. And seriously, this was a D23. Like, let's yeah, it kind of was a D23. I mean, it, it was out, a D23. I mean, yeah, I mean... We didn't get any park stuff, but, you know... Well, yeah, because they don't know what's going on with the parks, I don't think. Yeah, on, oh, 
I went to Hollywood Studios a few days ago. Uh-huh. Um, and one, I will say, everybody's wearing their mask. Everybody's act- behaving very well. Mm-hmm. But damn it, if Galaxy's Edge isn't the most crowded spot in that park. Really? I bet you were just like, I'm going to go, and I'm, there's going to be nobody there. I, I went there because I went specifically to get the Ahsoka lightsabers. Uh-huh. I went, and I left. And I was like, great. And so far, a week after, no symptoms, nothing. <laughs> so apparently masks work, guys. Just wear your masks, please. should have worn a Vader mask. I should have worn my Kylo helmet. <laughs> just walked in there like, hey, you don't need to see any identification. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, guys, that's gonna that's gonna do it for our recap of Thursday's Disney Investor Day. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, remember that we have our two reviews of the first couple books in the High Republic era: uh, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule and Into the Dark by Claudia Gray. Those reviews are up right now that you can listen to. They are spoiler free. And I am currently in the process of beginning to read A Test of Courage by Justina Ireland. So that'll be the next one that will go up very, very soon. Um, Aside from that, we've got our Mandalorian episode or our Mando recap show for uh, episode number chapter 15, The Believer. Uh, That is available for you to listen to now as well. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Get all our merch on TeePublic if you want. We got some cool stuff over there. Buy the merch. Buy (laughs) the merch. Yes, please. And until next time, guys, may the Force be with you. Always. Always. Always.